This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The events in the following episode took place in mid-March 2018, two weeks after Adea Shabani went missing. Early in Ted Bundy's serial killing spree, police released the details that they knew about the suspect so far. They showed a sketch of him, they said his name was Ted, and they said he drove a light brown Volkswagen Beetle. So naturally, several people who knew Bundy, including his girlfriend at the time, told police the person they were looking for was likely Ted Bundy. Despite at least four different tips coming in, the police never investigated him. He went on to abduct and kill at least a dozen more victims before he was ever brought to justice. So why wasn't this very credible tip or string of tips ever investigated? The reason is that it was buried amongst hundreds of other tips flooding into the police department from everyone from crackpots to psychics to well-meaning do-gooders. Tragically, this is a very common occurrence. A crucial tip that will break a case early on is just completely ignored. That's why, when Jaden told me the first credible tip had come in for the Adea Shabani disappearance, I thought that this could be our Ted Bundy moment. Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hello tend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Chapter 3. Red Candles. 
just wanted to give you an update. Just got a call from Angel. He got a call from a guy, anonymous, didn't leave a name, saying that he saw Adea and she was being put into the bed of a pickup truck out in front of her apartment. And then the truck took off and drove southbound toward Hollywood Boulevard. He gives us a description of the truck and he even has the plate number. We ran the plate. It's Adea's on again, off again boyfriend. His name, Jaden tells me, is Chris Spots. I mean, he's another, like, uh, acting student, and now he's, like, a, you know, out-of-work actor. You still have my money. I want the procedure. I've seen all I need to see, heard all I need to hear. Apparently, Chris is a senior student at the Stella Adler Academy of Acting, and Adea was dating him in secret. His name doesn't appear in the press about the case, and it's nowhere on Adea's Instagram or social media. Obviously, it's essential to know just who this guy is, why his relationship with Adea has been kept a secret, and more importantly, where he is. I check in with Angel, Adea's boss at the Mobile Hookah Lounge, who received the original tip. Oh, and tell me about the anonymous call for a second. Yeah, I get an anonymous call. It was a private number. The guy says that, you know, he saw what fit the description perfectly of Chris throwing her into his truck, and he said into the bed of the truck. And he described the truck, which later turned out to be Chris's truck. He also gave us the license plate, which again later turned out to be Chris's truck. And he said that she looked a little dizzy or dazed or as if she's been drugged. Angel tells me that he already informed the police about the anonymous call and sent them to Chris's address. And I called the cops immediately and I said, I just got an anonymous tip. Uh, This is what it was. This is the address that I have on file for this guy. You know, maybe she's held up there or we believe that she's held up there. And it was in Studio City. The cops, I mean, I think it was like two minutes or something like that. And they had, they they were on it. They responded and they were there and... It was like maybe six or seven cop cars that came out. Uh, They went up to the building, and so we were waiting downstairs. So you can imagine just the emotions that were running through through our head. We thought we we like we we got it. It's just a matter of time of the cops coming down with him in handcuffs and and uh, her you know coming down with her walking down. You know, I remember even we heard like like a wrestle and like somebody was shouting or yelling and it. All of us, of course, like, our, our hearts dropped. But at that point, we figured out it was just people in the parking lot. And uh, the cops came down and they said, this is not where he lives. You know, this, there's an Asian couple that lives here. Angel goes on to tell me that he's going to track down more possible addresses for Chris. Meanwhile, Jaden's gone ahead and put out an alert on Chris's license plate number. In case you didn't know... Your license plate is basically being read and recorded on a regular basis. And police, private investigators, and way too many other professionals can find out exactly where your car has been for as far back as you can possibly imagine. So while Jaden tracks down Chris, I investigate this guy further. To start with, I speak to one of Adea's closest friends from acting school, and supposedly the last person to have spoken with Adea. Christian. Note that although the names are very similar, 
Christian is obviously a very different person than Chris Spots, Adea's boyfriend. I guess the first thing is how, how, how far back do you and Adea go? I've met her um, on October of 2016 uh-huh. when we started school. We go right. to the same school. So basically, yeah, like she became my family here. Yeah. Was Chris there then or no? Chris? In the acting school? In the acting school? He was a student before. Like he had graduated before before we started, I think. I'm not sure about the, his timeline there. And I didn't meet him until we did a class together. There was Shakespeare. That's where they worked together for the first time and where everything started. She started feeling like, oh my God, this guy is interesting. He's so knowledgeable. He's a good actor. I never saw anything of that in him. I don't know. I'm very, I like people that's transparent. That is, I, I'm, and I hanged out with him a few times. I talked to him. Everything's fine. He's nice. But then he was engaged. Obviously, me, I did not agree at all with the circumstance. Like, I'm like, you're crazy. How can you trust somebody that's engaged, even though whatever they're telling? She, she said it like, you know how I like drama. And I'm like, yeah, but it's too dramatic. It's too much. I don't even know if she really was telling me the truth because the last time on Tuesday when we talked, I told her, stop telling me things. You know, I get very attached and I adore you and I don't want anything to go wrong, but you're not listening to me. So I'm done. I'm done. Emma. Adea's old friend from Macedonia, who you met in episode one, had more secrets and more recent information to share about Adea's relationship with Chris. So she told me that there is a guy from a school named Chris that is uh, it's supposed to be her partner in a scene. And they start, you know, pra- practicing and exercising the scene before they, they went to the performance. They just started seeing each other, and then she figured it out that he has a fiance. She's telling me, oh, he's gonna leave Mary. Mary is the name of the fiance. He's gonna leave Mary and go and come with me, and you know, we're gonna start something. I even know that he proposed her hand, and they, they, apply, they, they apply for a two bedroom apartment. So. Yeah, you said he proposed to her? Yes. When was that? December. Wow. She was wild. She was in Macedonia, then she came back, and she was ignoring him. She didn't want to continue in this game. So she just called me, she just called me and told me, hey, Emma, I have to tell you something. I'm very happy, but I don't know how to tell you. I'm like, tell me. And she said, he proposed me. And he said, the only way we can be together is to get married, and we, we have to move together. Speaking with Emma, it's clear why this relationship has been kept secret. Not only does Chris have a fiancé named Mary who's also in L.A., but he had recently proposed to Adea. So he's living with one fiancé and cheating on her with Adea, who he has also promised to move in with. Clearly, this guy has gotten himself into a serious bind. One of the last times Christiane spoke to Adea, she invited Adea to go to Mexico with her. This trip was for the very same weekend that Adea went missing. Maybe if Adea had actually taken this trip, we wouldn't be looking for her today. And then I invited her to Mexico. And on Friday morning, I texted her, are you coming with me to Mexico? I'm leaving, and I was like, okay. And, and then she's like, no, 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 I fell asleep. And I asked, are you okay? Did you fix things with Chris? And she said, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when when the fiancé is not in the picture, we're all lovey-dovey. Like, yeah, everything's fine. Oh, okay, that's perfect. But we were here and she told me, I might go to Sacramento. And I'm like, with why? Like, you know, because I thought everything was going to... What's done? Yeah, if everything works out, I might go with him to the funeral. And I was... And I even remember thinking, like, this woman, man, She's crazy, you know. And, and she did say Sacramento. She did say, no, I knew, I knew that, that she had to go to Sacramento and she did mention that she was going to go probably to the funeral of his uncle. So that appears to solve one mystery. Adea's last text asking where she can get red candles. Adea may have wanted them for the funeral of Chris's uncle in Sacramento. What's strange, though, is that this is the first time anyone's mentioned that Adea had any plans for the weekend. It's also the first time I've heard about Sacramento and this funeral. And as far as I know, no one's been searching for Adea outside of Southern California or even looking into this. It feels like so much about Adea is either being hidden for some reason or just not looked into that it's hurting the search for her. They hit the sidewalk this evening here in Hollywood, getting the word out about Adia Shivani. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Like, uh, I just want to find her. The 25-year-old actress left her apartment here at the duet on Wilcox in Hollywood, and no one has seen her since, which is out of character. This is not her. This is not her. Something is going on with her. We don't know where she is. It's just so sad. We, we're just hoping she's alive. Shabani, who is a frequent user of social media, has been off the grid. We try calling her, messaging her, emailing her, uh, Facebooking her, Instagramming her, every, every way. Nothing. Nothing. And the last text on that day that she disappeared, it had to deal with red candles. Not a hint at all that she might be in trouble. Again, Adea's friend, Christian. When she didn't come to school, for me it was like, nah, something is really, really, really wrong. I was very nervous, and and I never thought it would come this far, this long time, and I don't know. I don't know if it was you or not. Somebody had called Chris after afterward. It wasn't you, was it? I texted him on Sunday. Okay, and what was the response? He responded, do you want me to read them yeah. exactly like they were? So I texted him, hi, Chris, just like that, on his WhatsApp and on Facebook, and he answered, one hour after. Hey, Christian, I spoke to Marco briefly as I was on my way to church. I haven't spoke with Adea since Friday morning. And then I said, oh my God, Chris, we can't find her anywhere. I'm so scared. What was the last thing she told you or at what time you spoke with her? We are going to the police. Her mom told me because they are all very worried and no one has any information since Friday. Please, please, if she contacts you anyway, let me know. We are all freaking out. This is not normal of Adea and then one hour after. I just talked with Emma. I can't believe no one has saw her. We fought on Friday. The last thing she told me was that I would never see her again. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Chapter 4, Follow the Lie. We ping the boyfriend's phone and the boyfriend's fiance's phone, what we think are the phones. He has a truck. She's got like a... A little SUV, the, the other girlfriend or the fiance. So I put a alert on them for uh, both of those cars for the plate readers, and we actually got a hit on hers. So we went, and it was like in a parking lot of a of a hotel, you know, and and they had to back check in there, and so we got a bunch of surveillance video from them there, and again, just acting so weird like coming in and then he would leave in one car and then he would go back and he would leave in another car so i guess my main question is considering that this guy was the last person seen with her and he's like behaving super suspiciously why are they not arresting him or taking him in for questioning i mean that's a good question he checked into the hotel he was right there we were on him lapd is working it, but they told us to lay off him. I mean, we could have either put surveillance on him right there, we could have talked to him, whatever, but they they kind of said, hey, you know, leave him alone. You know me, at this point, I'm like trying to, you know, I'm trying to help. Though the police told Jaden they had everything handled, Angel had no intention of stopping his pursuit of Chris. Since I'd last spoken to Angel, he'd actually doubled his efforts to find Chris. So yeah, uh, all of my staff were, were on it. Everybody was researching and, and doing whatever they can do. I mean, we were trying to find hackers. We were trying to get us something that we can, we can find this girl. We found out his third possible location. It's not like any of us know what to do in this case scenario. You know, we were jumping in, you know, over fences. We were, you know, going oh, yeah, through whatever garages or whatever it is just to, to kind of search the garage. And which at that point we had found out about Chris's fiance, which was a nurse. Right away, I started suspecting that the, the nurse probably has something to do with it. She has access to medication. She knows what to give someone if they were going to, you know, put them into like a induced coma. She would know what to do. This is a really disturbing theory, implicating Chris Spots, and now his fiance. And it all hinges on this one tip. There's a lot I need to follow up on right now. I have to find out exactly where this funeral in Sacramento took place, and if Chris and Adea were actually there. And I also need to get prepared to reach out directly to Chris. But the first thing I need to do right now is what I criticized police for not doing in the Ted Bundy situation. I'm going to look deeper into this very incriminating tip, but I'm also going to try to find the actual tipster and get the full story for myself firsthand. 
based on my conversation with Angel and just kind of limited knowledge of that situation over there at the apartment, I have kind of an idea of who it might be. Eventually, Jaden gives me the name and the address of the person who he believes left the tip, but under strictest confidentiality and the promise not to use his name or reveal his identity. An hour later, I'm outside the apartment building where the tipster lives, sitting in my car and waiting for him to come outside. Are we rolling? Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, is one of you hey, by the way? That's him. Oh cool, hey. Right there. Oh hey man. Hey. I'm doing a podcast about the Adea, the girl who went missing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I know you would uh, call in a tip, but I just wanted to kind of verify it for the story if you had a second, if that's okay. Why? I don't need to use your name, by the way. Is that okay? I know you didn't want to be, be named, if that's okay. This is Alex who works with me. I'm just... I don't know if I was possibly the last one that maybe seen her leave, but yeah. He seems very nervous to speak. So I reassure him, and he says he'll be back in 20 minutes. I assume that he's just given me a line and he's not going to come back at all. But eventually he returns and he pulls me into a parking garage. As he looks around nervously, he talks about everything he saw. I'll try to repeat everything he says so you won't hear his voice much here. But it's very surprising. Well, she gets in the truck, and the, all you know is you see them leaving. She's in the bed of the truck, and it looks not like she's messed up or on drugs. She's or is uh, scared. She's scared of someone else who's not in the truck, mm-hmm. and she's hiding, like she's sneaking out, mm-hmm. so she's not seen. Right. I'll, and I'll tell you the story that they told me. The, the story they told me was that you had seen her drugged, getting forced into a car. And then you wrote down the license plate number. So you never wrote down a license plate number. No. Unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable that even the private investigator told me the story I just told you. I'm going to quote exactly what the tipster says next. Within two hours, he continues, the hookah people were out here in front looking for her, saying that she went missing and they wanted to get into her apartment. When I would replay it back in my head, her, the way she looked, like she was scared looking for something, it was as if she was trying to get away from the hookah people. By the hookah people, he actually means Angel. After that, he continues, I never wanted to associate with the Armenian Suge Knight, because that's what we used to call him. Because to me, he just weirded me out. So I met with He like pulled me aside and we talked for about like a good half hour. Really? His story was very different than what you and Angel had told me. Basically, what he said was he saw her exiting the building in the back of the truck, but not like drugged or pushed into there. He, she was leaving the parking garage in the truck as if she was hiding from someone else. Then he said two hours later, the hookah guy, as he put it, this guy showed up saying a day has been is missing and we need her computer. Kind of weird. Very weird. Well, he's very, I mean, he's scared of Angel. He calls him like the Armenian Suge Knight. He's like, I avoid that guy. I avoided that guy every time I could. He's like very scary. To the Armenian Suge Knight. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's really funny. Yeah. Look, I mean, I've always, you know, for better or worse, I've always thought that Angel was weird, but, but that's obviously, you know, very weird.
there's a simple tactic I've learned from years of reporting. Follow the lie. And so far, Angel is the only person who's apparently lied to me. What's even stranger is that Adea's computer in her apartment was used after she disappeared. And who was it that was trying to get into her apartment to access that computer? Angel. Coming up on the next episode of To Live and Die in L.A. Clear your name with me. Forget the police. Convince me that you had nothing to do with it. And I'll go back to the family if that's truly what you're worried about. How do you think it looks? I'm here so, so that you can convince me so that I can tell them this guy had anything to do with it. Because you look like a nice guy, you're just a regular guy. Yeah, going around killing people. To Live and Die in L.A. has been a production of Tenderfoot TV and me, Neil Strauss, in conjunction with Cadence 13. The executive producers of this podcast are myself, Donald Albright, and Payne Lindsay, along with producers Alex Vespasted and Mike Rooney. Because this is an open case, anything you know about Adea Shabani or anyone mentioned in this podcast, we want to know. Please email us at livediela at tenderfoot.tv or call us at 213-204-2073. The music and score that you've heard in this podcast is by Makeup and Vanity Set. Our theme song is Love and War by Flurry, and our show art and design are by Trevor Eiler. You can follow us on social media at Pod. Or you can find our website with bonus content at livedieLA.com. I want to extend a special thanks to Brian Fishback, to Rich Berner, Kevin Richter, Station 16, Oren Rosenbaum at UTA, Eric Lynn at Shangri-La, and the Nord Group. It helps a lot when you subscribe, rate, and review the podcasts that you enjoy and listen to. Our hope is to expose these stories so the missing can be found and so the perpetrators can be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Thank you for listening and for your support. You know that science solves crimes. Forensic science is exciting, challenging, and most of all, rewarding work. But there is a shortage of qualified individuals in this field. Hi, I'm Terry with Loyola University Maryland's Forensic Science Department. 
Loyola is one of the only colleges in the country offering advanced degrees in forensic pattern analysis and biological forensics. Our courses, taught by forensic experts, feature hands-on training and small class sizes. They are based on real crime scene and forensic examiner training programs to ensure you are ready to make a difference. Our programs are open to students from a variety of academic backgrounds because we believe everyone can contribute to solving crimes. So what are you waiting for? Discover the excitement of forensic science at Loyola University, Maryland. Visit loyola.edu forward slash forensic for more information. That's loyola.edu forward slash forensic because you are ready to make a difference. Join one of Loyola University, Maryland's forensic science programs today.